everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Well, thank you for listening. This is episode 371 of Your Tech Life. Uh, brought to you by the good people at Garmin, Satellite Navigation, GPS Technology and the new BlackBerry Key 1, available now at JB Hi-Fi. Uh, tell you about them shortly. Um, lots of calls to get through tonight. We're going to talk phones, um, specifically Sony potentially. We're going to talk community radio and radio broadcasting. We're going to talk AFL footy rights and why you can't listen on your phone to your local radio station. Um, we're going to talk about, uh, we've got a caller asking about how to get files off an Android phone on your Mac. Um, I think I've got that covered, so we'll, we'll talk to our caller shortly. And I'm going to talk to co-founder of Tuniversity, Kiko Doran, who um, has created an unbelievable uh, way to learn about music. And not just learn the theory of music, but actually learn how music is constructed, songs are constructed, and that will um, take us into the spectacularly popular and successful song Happy by Pharrell Williams, um, and we'll deconstruct that with Kiko. So lots to get through, um, and all your calls there. Plus, um, there's a bit of news around. Most of that will be covered in Two Blokes Talking Tech, but I want to tell you about a cracking new lighting product I have here in the Man Cave, and um, I'll do that right now on Your Tech Life. Now, a couple of great reviews up on uh, iTunes. Appreciate those. Thank you, folks. Um, to Big Perry, uh, enjoy listening to Your Tech Life. Awesome. Five stars. Thank you, buddy. Um, and then J-Rock. J-Rock 231040. Uh, great username. Great show. Love listening to Trevor tell it uh, how it is. Frank, honest, interesting, and accurate every time. Keep the shows coming, please. Always. Good on you, J-Rock. No worries, buddy. And from Bundy 4 by 4 fantastic tech podcast. Five stars again. Uh, highly informative, well-presented, simply presented, and well-researched dose of technology. Well worth a listen. I don't know about the research, I'll be honest. Pretty much just wing it. But I guess my life is just one constant research project when it comes to technology. So I appreciate your reviews. Um, it'd be great if you could jump onto iTunes, give us a review as well. Um, that helps everyone else find the show and helps it in its ratings uh, overall. So very good of you. If you are listening regularly to leave a review and give me that feedback um, publicly, or you can send me an email. Just go to the website eftm.com.au or you can tweet me at Trevor Long. Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash Trevor Long. Um, always happy to hear from you. And of course, if you've got a tech question, that is what this show is all about. I'm trying to help you with your tech questions. That's why we have callers on the line ready to ask their tech questions for me to hopefully help them. So get yourself in the queue. Uh, just send me an email. Go to the website eftm.com.au. Thanks to the good people at Garmin and BlackBerry. And you know what? I think I should play this one just in case Pharrell Williams or Kiko Doran and the people who know Pharrell Williams uh, are listening because we're going to talk about Tuniversity and the Pharrell Williams song shortly, but it's time to get techie. It might sound crazy what I'm about to say But Trevor Long's the world's best techie Travel 
So it's not the original, right? It didn't have, you know, 52 weeks on the charts and 12 weeks at number one. But, hey, it's part of your tech life. Uh, great to be with you once again. Now, uh, I put this review up this morning of a product called the Nano Leaf Aurora. And this is a lighting system, maybe you'd call it. It's certainly not just a light um, that I've described as stunning, but you never knew you needed. So it's not a light bulb. It's not even a light strip. It's not even a little lamp. All of the things that you can get these days with things like Philips Hue that are multicolored and, and app controlled, but it is app controlled. It is a light, but it's more like a, a modern decoration. So you will need to go to the website to understand exactly what I mean, uh, eftm.com.au for the review. And if you followed me for a while, you've probably seen photos of the studio. I've got a, a Ferrari um, uh, remote control car, actually, is what it is, a uh, model car hanging from the wall behind me. Um, it's a great, good, big-scale um, Ferrari Formula One car that was given to me by the people at 2GB when I left 2GB some 10 years ago. Um, and, I, I mean, I'm not a massive Ferrari fan, but it's a beautiful model, so I hang it there as a, you know, just as a nice object. Now, I've put behind it this Nano Leaf Aurora design lighting system. <laughs> so in the starter pack for three hundred dollars, two ninety nine, you get nine triangles, nine triangles and a little power kit. And each triangle on each of the three sides of the triangle has a, a slot, and it looks like a big SIM card slot. And each of the triangles can connect together with this little card. You put the card in one and it kind of sticks out and you put the other triangle in. So they, you can stick two triangles together. And then you can stick another triangle on and you can create basically a pattern of triangles stuck together. And then on any one of the triangles, doesn't matter which, where there's you know one of the, the sides, you plug in the power connection, which also goes into those same little SIM slot style uh, arrangements. As soon as you power it up, the lights come on bright white. You, are, you download the NanoLeaf app to your smartphone and you pair the thing with your smartphone. And from that point on, <clears throat> it's Siri controlled. So, and, and with apologies to people who hate when I do this on the show, but I can say, hey Siri, turn the Aurora white. White coming right up. And I can turn it back to normal here. Uh, hey Siri, turn the Aurora to EFTM. TM, coming right up. <laughs> so the EFTM... Um, Lighting design for the Aurora is a combination of the blue, the orange, and the green from our logo. And it, what it's doing now behind me, and there are photos of this on uh, EFTM, is it's just slowly scrolling and cascading through those three colors. Um, I can set it so that it shows one color in bulk and then flashes to the next. I can set it so it cycles. It's any number of things you can do. Plus, of course, there is some preset scenes. There's mood scenes. There's a Nemo scene, which goes orange and white. But you can create your own theme. You can create your own set of colors and have it cycle through them. It's bloody fantastic. But the problem is I don't know what it's for. I don't know where it's for. There are some beautiful examples online of it being used in art galleries and in offices and places like that. But in your home, you would need to have quite a modern home to, to want these on the wall. Um, now, I've, I've put them in a kind of corner of my office here. And fortunately, the... Um, there's no kind of large space beside it because there is still a cable, right? That's one of the biggest challenges here. You've still got to wire it up. You can't just hang it on a wall like a painting. If you were, you would have to, you know, conceal the cord into the wall cavity, and that would be complicated. Um, but I've been able to conceal the cord behind the bookshelf that's next to it. So it looks, I think it looks okay here. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting addition to my man cave. 
My wife wouldn't let it anywhere near the rest of the house. I'll be honest, but she doesn't let me put Philips Hue lights that change colours anywhere in the house. Um, but I can see people using it. I just think it's one of those really cool, fun, connected devices that's fairly come $300, but it's... Um, it's just a demonstration of how amazing technology is today. You can then buy um, $100 uh, add-on kits, so three extra triangles for $100. Um, not quite sure whether I would bother to do that now that I've put one on the wall. I could maybe fill the gap with with um, some extra triangles here. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to get the extra triangles. Um, but it's, it's just a beautiful thing to look at. And I think it's a fascinating product if you do have fun with lighting in your home and you want to muck around with it, then the Nanoleaf Aurora is $2.99 starter kit. It's available at a bunch of online stores. Uh, well worth checking out. I've put all the links to those online stores up on the website, eftm.com.au, full review of the Nanoleaf Aurora, uh, distributed in Australia by Mac Gear, a uh, bunch of great retailers, and I'm going to give one away on the Facebook page in the weeks ahead. So you need to head over to facebook.com forward slash EFTM online. That is where you can hit like. And uh, if you're not liking the page, you can't win. Now, that's the rules. We have a permit. New South Wales permit number, LTB. I don't know what it is, but it's, there's a permit number published on every post. Um, but, yeah, we have a permit. We run the competition every Tuesday. All you have to do is be a liker of EFTM and click like on the competition post. You do not need to do anything else. That is all you need to do to be in the winning, in the running. And every week uh, we press a button. It randomly picks a winner from all the people who do like both EFTM and the post. And then we send out a prize. It's great fun. I love doing it. The prize is always worth $300 or more, $200 or more, and it's fantastic. So check it out now. EFTM is the website. You can find the Nanoleaf Aurora Review and also facebook.com forward slash EFTM online. Do it all thanks to the good people at Garmin. The Vivo Fit Junior is still a great little product that uh, you should get your kids into. $99 puts a fitness tracker on their wrist, but it's more than that. It's a daily activity tracker. With a fabulous one-year battery life, there is no recharging needed. Its kid-friendly design is comfortable, durable, and swim-friendly. It tracks steps, sleep, and 60 minutes of daily recommended activity. Plus, the free parental-controlled app includes fun and educational mobile adventures for kids and chore and behavior management for parents. Kids can earn coins to redeem for agreed-upon rewards managed by you, the parents. So a fantastic little product. It is $99. Comes in a bunch of colours. The Vivo Fit Junior from Garmin. Check it out at garmin.com.au. Uh, get in touch if you've got a question about technology, eftm.com.au. G'day, Gary. Hi, Trevor. Mate, what can I do for you? Yeah, I've just got a question. I've got a um, one terabyte hard drive. And uh, I've got some stuff downloaded off off a um, home computer. I now have a an i or not an iPad, a, a Samsung. Um, <laughs> they're not a pad, are they? they a tablet. A tablet. Sorry, yep. yeah, yeah. A, a Samsung tablet. Cool. Is there any way I can get a cable to sort of take the stuff out of uh, out of that terabyte hard drive and read? Mm what's on it on my tablet interesting question oh, off the bat i'm going to say i've never done it um there's a couple of issues potentially and that is um the way the drive is formatted may not be something that the android tablet can read um but i would suggest that it might be worth a try so what you've got on 
The uh, tablet end is um, a USB. What does the connection look like on the end of the USB? Does it look the same as the one on the end of the Android? No, no. The um, it's a USB, as you say, on the Toshiba hard drive that I've got, and mm. um, it's just a the tablet doesn't have any sort of USB. Well, the, thing. no. It's so the, so a, the tablet does. It's got a little micro USB. That's the thing you plug yeah. in is a USB, but. Yeah. On the back of the uh, hard drive, forget the cable that comes with it. Forget the cable. On the back of the hard yep. drive, how big is the the plug? How big is the port? Is it does it look like a little tiny square, about five millimeters um, in in width? Yes, it would be. Yeah, so yep. it's it's a quite a square little thing that then goes to a USB. I've never seen that cable um, from there to a USB C. So what you need is a USB female to micro USB converter. It's very, very, very complicated. Um, <laughs> to micro USB. I'm going to Google it while we're talking because I wonder if someone's done it and how well it works. Um, there are cables on... Uh, in fact, Kogan's got one, for crying out loud. Uh, no, that's not... Okay. Um, that's not female micro USB, though. Um, so, look, the bottom line is it might cost you... I don't know, 15, 20 bucks to muck around on the internet and buy some cables, right? Um, yep. But it might work, but it might not. I'm just saying straight up front, it may not because yep. the you also need some software. See, the reason I think it will work is because you can get these USB like thumb drives that plug into the bottom of a smartphone and um, and you just need like SanDisk software to read them. So I feel comfortable that it, it it's a high probability it will work. You just need to... Uh, bum around looking for uh, an adapter. So the adapter you, you kind of want to find is uh, you want to convert your, if you imagine the the end of the USB you'd normally plug into the computer from the hard drive, right, is is a male yep. USB. So what you Correct. want is a female USB that goes into a micro USB, which is what the tablet is. Okay, so female USB into micro usb that's the connection you're you're looking for um from yep. either a jcar electronics or a you know kogan or an ebay um that, that's that's essentially what you're looking for in fact i'm just on jcar electronics website and i reckon they've got one it looks at you know i'm looking at a photo for five bucks mate usb um to mobile device such as smart i reckon this is it um, it says USB to OTG, female to right-angled micro male. So that's what you want, mate. Uh, have you got a J-Car Electronics anywhere near you? I'm not sure. I'll have to uh, do what you're doing in Google. Where um, Whereabouts where are, is um, Palmyra? It's not far from Fremantle. Okay, mate. There's, there, there are definitely J-Car Electronics stores in, um, in Perth. Uh, so I, I don't have any doubt that you'll be able to find one, mate. Uh, just you know, no matter how far you drive, but you know you drive to yep. different parts of the uh, the town now and then. So uh, you know I'm sure you'll find it. And mate, I'm going to email you back the the exact thing that I just found um, because there is uh, there's a J Car Electronics in O'Connor. Oh, beautiful. That's that's in my area. Yeah, that's perfect. That's the one you want. So I've emailed you the link to the uh, USB cord that I think will do the trick, and it's five bucks, mate. Worth a try. For sure. Thank you very much. All Trey. right, Gary. Good on you, mate. Good luck with it. Let me know how it goes, okay? Yep. Thank you. Cheers, mate. It doesn't matter how uh, weird your question might be. Um, there's always, hopefully, a solution. Uh, your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Get in touch. EFTM.com.au.
We've got a question about uh, technology, a problem with technology. Get in touch anytime you like. Um, the website, eftm.com.au. G'day, Jimmy. Hey, Trev. How are you? Good, buddy. What can I do for you? Yeah, mate. I've got a um, Sony Xperia Z5 compact phone. It's, um, it's been the best phone I've ever had. Uh, it's... Uh, just for the main reason, I'm a tradesman, and uh, yeah, I haven't broken the screen once. I think because of the size of it, it's, yeah. just, it's just been fan- fantastic. But um, it's just starting to show some uh, signs of ageing, mate. It's getting up to a couple of years old, yeah. uh, and uh, they don't make them anymore. So I'm just no. wondering if you can recommend anything that can sort of replace it. And, and is it the size that you like the most? I mean, the, I, I got to be honest, I like the the compact as well. It's uh, always a preferred option. I, I've got the um, the latest Xperia with me right now, and it's enormous. I mean, it's a crazy big phone, and I just think that's, yeah, that's, right. that's the yeah. reason people drop them. So, do yeah. you want to stick with the Xperia? Yeah, that's right, mate. So, the size is um, pretty important because it's going in my back pocket. I'm a landscaper, so I'm always bending over and sitting on it and, yeah. Um, yeah. and that sort of thing. And I, I had a Samsung and iPhone before them, and I just kept cracking the screen. And, and as I mentioned, I haven't broken the screen once, and, and it's definitely lasted, um, you know, the uh, dust and cement yeah. and everything that, that goes through them. So I was sort of pretty shattered when I heard they, uh, they don't make them anymore. But, um, yeah, just wondering if there's anything that you can recommend, mate, that might uh, might replace the uh, Z5 Compact. Well, I think it's a struggle, to be honest, to get something that robust because these days also, do you know how that one's quite a square, not not thick, but it, it is thicker than your average smartphone today. Yeah, that's right. That's another yep. part of the, the issue, I think, is that they are so kind of vulnerable now. But look, I reckon what you do is you say to yourself, I'm prepared to get a bit of time out of it, um, maybe not as long, right? And if you go to a JB Hi-Fi and bought, um, let's say, an Oppo, um, now the R9 is probably a bit big again, but again, you can just stand in front of the, the wall of phones that uh, JB have um, and, yep. and just kind of compare them side by side size-wise, that's going to that's gonna narrow down a whole bunch of them for you. So, for example, the Sony Xperia XZ, which is bigger than what you've got, I get that, but it's seven hundred bucks outright. So that's yeah, right. Really, your only clear option. The the there is a phone that is it's about eight twelve months old now, as a you know when it launched, but it's still a bloody good phone. The Xperia XA, which is the smallest of the Xperias. Um, it's not yep. as it's not as um, small, I guess, in height as the XZ Compact, but it is quite thin on the side, so it's a narrow phone. Now, mate, right. I've seen that at run out because it's basically last stock. It's it's listed at three hundred dollars at, at JB Hi-Fi. I've seen it at Officeworks for like a hundred and ninety. Um, yeah, right. I would scour the local shops for an Xperia XA and have a look at what you think yeah, of that okay. one. Well, that's not not a bad option. Um, yep. Then you've got your Xperia XZ. Both of them obviously sticking in the in the Sony family. Outside of that, mate. The biggest challenge you've got is when you do break a screen, you're better off having a Samsung or an Apple because yeah, right. Because they're easier and cheaper to replace. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a fair call. I just wasn't sure if um, is, is there anyone making any any trade tradesman phones or is it is it all pretty much? Oh yeah, just, they you know they call them a rugged phone or something like that. Um, Telstra sell yeah. a few, um, but they're. They're, they're not exactly common to find. They're not exactly, you know, in your local JB Hi-Fi. You're better off, in fact, buying a, a tradies cover, like an Otterbox or something. Yeah, yep. So, I had a quick look on, like, uh, say, Amazon, for an example, and mm. and they've got, obviously, a few foreign brands that, that we're not sort of used to over here. Yeah, a bit risky bringing them in, though, because you don't know. Yeah, you, local... you can't guarantee it's going to work here. 
That's the worst yeah, part. Exactly. So, no you know, when it comes to the full tradey protection, the OtterBox is the way to go and get yourself a top-end phone. When it comes to, yep. you know, that mid-range or low-range, you're right, the Sonys are great, and I reckon the Sony Xperia XA, if you can grab one, super cheap, yep. it's still a great phone, honestly. No worries. So, right, well, see what you can find the XA, about, mate. Um, do you know the reason why well, they discontinued the... Uh the, the compacts. I, I well, that, I, I think the problem was they they had back then they had so many bloody phones it was confusing, and so what they did yeah, is they, okay. they rationalised the range. Now they've actually expanded it out to about five phones now, but they've gone to that high big phone premium and standard. Then they got mid range, and then they got the the XA. So yeah, okay, it, it's essentially just the market, mate. The market wasn't there for it globally. Yeah, right. No worries. Oh, I will Check out the XA, help, mate, and, and see how you go. I'll have a peek at and let you know. Good on you, mate. Thanks for getting in touch. Thanks, thanks mate. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening. Uh, your Tech Life with Trevor Long. If you've got a tech question, tech problem, just get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. G'day, Andreas. Hello, Trevor. How are you doing? Very well, mate. What can I do for you? How can I help you? Okay. Uh, we have the following issue. Um, my wife used to have an iPhone 4, and of course we have an iMac as well. Now we swapped to the Galaxy S8, which is the latest model. Mm-hmm. Now we have a problem with uh, keys. It says it doesn't work anymore. So we got recommended for the iMac, okay, the um, application called Android File Transfer, but even yep. that doesn't work. And a lot of Macies on the internet say it doesn't work with an iMac. So now we don't know how we can drag and drop files so what from the iMac to the Galaxy S8. Let's go back to the start and understand why you why you want to sync your files. What files are you trying to take off your Mac onto your off, off your phone onto your Mac? Um, just a standard one like um, images, music titles. Just drag and drop yep. as it is usually possible with keys. Keys yep. wasn't a problem, but now it doesn't work anymore with the higher models. Okay, so a couple of things I'll say to you before I tell you how to make Android um, file transfer work. I, I would I would move your life to the cloud, mate, as quickly as you can. Um, yep. Your photos and everything like that can synchronize automatically, so you never need to drag and drop. They're just always in the cloud. Uh, and yeah, music, okay. music-wise, same thing. You know, you can you could move your music to the cloud as well. Google Google Music allows you to store your own music in their cloud. So there's a couple of cloud solutions you can use for a couple of those things. Now, the reason okay. Android file transfer is a pain in the bum, and I've I've got it, I use it, but I use it yeah, on okay. every phone, and it's always worked. Is when you plug your phone into the Mac, it it kind yeah. of acts like it's charging. And what you need to do is you need to pull down on the top of the screen like your notifications bar, and it'll say that there'll be a notification there that says, you know, USB connected charging or USB connected, you know, power or something. And you click on that, you tap on that, and then you need to change it to file or image transfer. So it actually actually enacts another mode on the phone. And that, that mode means that Android file transfer will work. So... Plug it into your Mac, open up Android File Transfer, and then, or actually you don't need to, it'll open it up automatically. And then scroll down from the top of the screen, your notification bar, look yep. look for something about the USB that will have appeared, tap on it, yep. and change the USB connection mode. Okay, USB connection mode, okay. Yep. You, it'll, it'll I will be, write that It'll down. be quite obvious once you plug it into the computer and look at the screen of your phone, Andreas. Yeah, okay. All right. Fantastic. Good luck, my friend. It's as easy as that. Hopefully, if you don't, if it doesn't work, get back in touch, okay? 
Okay, thanks, thanks, thanks a lot, Andreas. Have a good day. Bye. Good on you, mate. Oh, Andreas, there with a what seems like a really annoying question, and it is. You, you would think that would just work by default, but it doesn't. There's a simple little trick. You've got to got to press some buttons there to make it work. So, if you've got a question like Andreas, just get in touch. Go to the website eftm.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your tech, tech life with Trevor Long. Thanks to good people, BlackBerry. The BlackBerry's back, and the key one is available now at JB Hi-Fi, $899. Uh, check it out, buy it, because cracking design, cracking phone. I love it. Um, don't care what anyone else says, and the reviews have been amazing around the world. Um, BlackBerry is a great brand. It is a great concept. Having a keyboard is good. Um, and yeah, if you've never used a BlackBerry before, it's a strange experience, but you may well darn get used to it. But if you used a BlackBerry back in the day, it would just come back to you like riding a bike. Um, and don't forget, this is an Android phone with uh, security updates every month. It's got the D-Tech security uh, scanner built in from BlackBerry. So there's an extra layer of security just from BlackBerry themselves. And all the BlackBerry hub features, which brings all... Think of this. You've got one inbox for everything, right? So one inbox that shows your email inboxes, your messages from Facebook, your Twitters. Everything comes into one place, just as it was with the good old BlackBerry. Plus, you've got Gmail, you've got Google Chrome, you've got all the all the things you would normally have in the Play Store from Google on an Android phone with a great camera, a, a great design. It's a, It's actually so unique that it stands out, and that's what matters, I think, in this day and age. People are looking for something that stands out. Eight ninety nine at JB Hi-Fi, the BlackBerry Key 1. Available now. Get yours uh, before they run out. Well, there's a fascinating new concept available now on iBooks, which is available on iPads and Mac computers. Uh, it's called Tuniversity. And the idea here is that you learn about music. You learn how a song was made. And it's been created by some guys in America who happen to be close enough to Pharrell Williams to have used him and his popular song, Happy, as the very first song that will be played and learned through Tuniversity. And Tuniversity is an interactive book. It's not just black and white pages telling you what's what. It's an interactive guide. It's videos. It's uh, uh, it's it's teaching you rhythm. It's teaching you all about um, the song that they're unpacking at the time. Tuniversity is what it's called. One of the co-founders, Kiko Doran, um, is on the line from the United States. And I'm fascinated, Kiko, to learn to understand what it is that made you want to teach people this way and, and what you set about to achieve from Tuniversity. Is it just to teach people music? Well, it's to teach you music, but it's to teach you through music that you already know. Mm. It's to teach music through popular music instead of, you know, the same example, when you learn music in school, you learn music through dead composers. Mm. But yeah. a five or a six or a seven-year-old kid doesn't really care about Beethoven. I mean, they <laughs> will eventually, hopefully, but it's just not... They're not listening to Beethoven on the radio. They're not listening to the songs that they learn in school on the radio. So mm. we wanted to teach them songs that they know and teach it, teach music through that. You do learn music, yeah. but we, we do it in kind of a sly way. We teach you music without telling you we're teaching you music. We just do things that you already know how to do. And you realize music is already inside you. And you can take this song that is so popular and be able to play all of these parts. And the song you talk about that you've kicked it off with is one that everyone will know. Now, I'll, I'll try and bring this to life here in the most simple way I can by actually using 
part of what you've created with Tuniversity, if you don't mind, which is taking different elements of the song. You've unpacked the song and I can bring it back together. So I'm going I'm to throw in here lead vocals, uh, some electric piano, bass and congas and feel a bit of Pharrell Williams's Happy, which is an unbelievable song to start this concept with. And this is all being played out of my iPad and Garage Band. Clap along if you feel like a room without a roof. Clap along if you feel like happiness is the truth. Clap along if you know what happiness is to you. Clap along if you feel like that's what you want to do. I love the fact that I can take the different layers out and I've left the congas going there. And so people can take all the different elements of a song and you learn this page by page by page in a in interactive book. Yeah, it's really it's really a hard thing to explain to people in words because yeah. we're in 2017 and we're trying to teach people now finally how to introduce music to people, how people who are just starting out, how they can take it and do something fun with it mm. right out of the chute. And that's, it's really hard to explain because music has always been taught through books with words. And if you think about it, it's something that you listen to and feel, and you're trying to describe it with words for people to understand it. And what we've done is we've used interactive elements and there's hardly any words in the book when it really comes down to it. Yeah. It's a book with very few words, but we have, it's like a follow the bouncing ball method you follow this bouncing ball and it teaches you mm. the parts and you clap along at the beginning. And as you go through it, you, you get these parts and then we use GarageBand to teach you the parts, teach you how to produce the produce parts, how to make these parts and make your own version of the song. But it's so simple. It's really, it's like following a simple recipe, it's like eight step here. And we have a video to show it to you. If you don't want to read it, mm -hmm. we try to cover all different types of learners. We really try to I'll Try put my hand up. I, I read. The, I watched the video. <laughs> you know, it's just it's a, it's the way I consume, and that's what you do. You cater for people who consume in different ways. So tell me then how the the link with Pharrell Williams comes about, because there, I don't think you could find a better song to kick it off with, given the popularity of that song. And just for context, just here in Australia, this is obviously a global phenomenon. That song, but just here in Australia, that song spent fifty two weeks in the charts. Charts twelve weeks at number one. Um, is is the number five song of all time in Australia. So an unbelievable um, person to team up with. How does that come about? So Brent, Brent Paschke, he and I went to music school together in 1992. And then in 2001, his band Spy Mob was signed to, to Pharrell's record label, Star Trek. And they became the backing band for Pharrell's band, NERD, wow. for the first record, In Search Of. And Brent has been Pharrell's guitar player since 2001, so 16 years now. He's been playing guitar on tour, on records. He's played with everybody. So what's so the he plan, and Pharrell, if, He and Pharrell if, have if, a great relationship. If you've got this able to great relationship with someone like that, that obviously leads towards the concept. You can have that conversation while you're in the bus, uh, you know, on the road to the next next gig. But... You know, how do you take it to the next level? What's the plan? Is the plan to introduce people to a whole range of songs, keeping with the modern song um, a relatable theme? Absolutely. That's the whole idea is just to teach music through popular music in a very simple, digestible way. Every song has its own challenges. So there'll be different elements that will come out in other songs. But I hope what you see is that I hope you can see that there's a template there. Hmm. And the first chapter, it'll be the same thing for any song. What's the inspiration for the song? Yep. How did you write the lyrics? And what was your creative starting point? Mm. Because those are three things that 
whether even if you're a great musician, you still would like to understand, like, what inspired you to write that song? How mm. do you go about writing lyrics for a song? And what was the first thing you started with? Did you start with a you know chord progression? Did you have a lyrical line that you wanted to use? Or in Pharrell's case, he starts, he builds a drum beat, and then he mm. builds, a, he layers everything on top of that. But there's so many different ways to skin this cat. So we want to show you workflows from all the greats that are, you know, that are making all the music you listen to today. And it's fascinating because, as you said, you can't really write a book. You can't use text to describe all these things. So that rules that out as a teaching mechanism. Um, you could just sit a camera in front of Pharrell and just talk to him and record that and have people watch it. But then for some people, it's in one ear and out the other or straight over the head. Um, so what you have done here is create a, a wide variety of choice in the learning. But how complicated is that for you? Because obviously um, you've got to make money. So, you know, you, you sell them at seven bucks a pop here in Australia. Uh, you know, there's a lot of time involved. I'm assuming it's quite a time intensive exercise to unpack a song, reverse engineer music. Yeah, it is. But we've been playing music for so long. For us to unpack it, it's not that hard. Uh -huh. What was hard was coming up with the method. So we went to people who were like music educators and asked them to help us write this book. Right. And they started explaining, oh, well, it's 4-4 four, four time. You have to explain what meter is. You have to explain what quarter notes are. The bass drum uses eighth notes. You have to explain what those are. And as we started going down that road, we realized that the next book would be 90% the same as the last book. Yeah. It's just the only differences were the things that are left in this book. Mm. But we just whittled away everything that we felt was unnecessary and it seems to have really resonated with people mm. that, that have been afraid of music. We were in workshops a couple of weeks ago when we launched it, and we asked everybody in the room, they're all teachers, how many of you are, would love to teach music to your children, to your students, but are afraid to use music as a mechanism? And yeah. every single person in the room raised their hand. Yeah. We spent one hour with them. We showed them the book. We showed them how to use it. We did an exercise with them, and we used music to teach English, which is unheard of in, in the States here. So we use music to do an English lesson and we took the, the lyrics of the song and we took out like the word happy in the first line. Yep. And we said, we made like a Mad Lib. I don't know if you have those in Australia, but we mm. just put like emotion in parentheses. Yeah. So insert an emotion here. Yep. And then we took out key words and we said, okay, we'll now write a song about a new emotion. Right. And because I then think Pharrell says at the start band. of the book, he, he says uh, he pretty much creates the music and then adds the lyrics. So it's not like he comes at it with happy wasn't the name of the song when it started. It was just a new beat and a new sound. And he ended up with this place. And I guess you'll discover different forms of that as you speak to different musicians, won't you? Yeah, definitely. Everybody has a different workflow mm. way of going about it. So that's part of the learning too. Just finally, why iBooks? Because it strikes me as... Um, not the most widely used format for anything, let alone, um, you know, teaching. Although in an, a university educational sense, it is quite extensively used. But in terms of the general public in, in a teaching sense, did you consider building an app? Uh, did you consider, you know, any other form of, of delivery before you went with an interactive iBook? We considered, I mean, ideally, I always build everything on the web because the web is the least restrictive place yeah. you can build things. Mm. But as you go through this, you need a couple things to be able to do this. You need the instruction, which is what we provide. You need an instrument to play. Yep. And you also need a place to record that. Yep. So when I was 12 years old, to have all of those things, yeah. we're talking about a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. Imagine having and, one and device in your hand. There. Yeah, that's true. So, so now we have GarageBand. GarageBand gives you the place to record. It gives you all of the instruments that you would need to, you know, Pharrell wrote this song in Logic, which 
is just an older brother to GarageBand, more features, but the same engine. Mm. So you're you're playing the song exactly the way he did as well. But with GarageBand and, you know, if you just have an iPad, you have everything you need. iPad and headphones, you have everything you need to create your own version of Happy. And that's what we really wanted to show. But we wanted to make it as simple for people as possible. We would love to do it on the web. We would love to have it on every possible platform. But everybody else is behind on that on that DAW, Digital Audio Workstation piece. Yeah. And GarageBand is so far ahead of everybody else. Yeah. And what's next? What song will we see next in Tuneversity? We're, we're, in, we're in some... Serious negotiations about that right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we're working on things, but what is going to be the next song to be released? We're still, we're still working those elements well, out. Well, it's but a fascinating. The other thing I should point out too on. is that you do get these Garage Band projects. Yes, with the book. Yeah, as soon as and that's the part. And, yeah. and that was what was great for me was I read the preview and you know I flicked through a few pages and went, this is interesting, and then I thought. There's got to be more to it, so I download. I paid seven bucks, six ninety nine Australia, and I got a bunch of emails. Is the way you deliver the the format, and then yeah, I've got these GarageBand files, which frankly, I don't even need to open the book anymore. I can just sit here and muck around with the song. It's it's actually intensely great fun to muck around with, you know, just hearing Pharrell sing a tune, let alone play the play the different instruments. So it is fully interactive, and I think um, look, I'm sure it would work in many ages, but I think mid teens, teens would be amazed by what they can do with with GarageBand in this format from Tuneversity. So it's a fascinating concept. I love what you've done with it. Um, very affordable way to learn and uh, look forward to seeing where you take it next. Um, Kiko Doran, thank you for your time, mate. Awesome. Thanks. Great to meet you. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, your tech, tech life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. If you've got a question about technology, you know where to go. Just go to eftm.com.au. G'day, Mario. Hello, Trevor. How are you going? Good, buddy. What can I do for you? Um, look, just a quick query. Um, look, I've got a um, problem. When um, I obviously listen to 6PR and want to uh, listen to the radio through my iPhone, uh, which I've downloaded an app, I think it's called um, Tuner. Tune in radio? When it comes, yeah, tune in radio. Yep. And when it comes to the football, it basically blocks you out, saying yep. obviously they can't transmit. Yep. But when you're in your car, which is obviously also a digital radio, it lets you transmit the football. So I just... I'm wondering if there's a different app or yeah, look, so using the right app. There's there's several obviously types of radio. You've got six PR, which is on the AM band, and then you've got digital radio, which is actually a broadcast signal, not an internet signal. So it's just if you think AM, FM, and digital, they're three different types of broadcast mechanism. So one broadcast tower, millions of people can listen. So digital radio is a broadcast mechanism, whereas internet stream, so either via a website or an app or anywhere else. Um, that uses an internet connection. So your car doesn't need an internet connection. Um, so your mobile phone does and uses an internet stream. Weirdly, um, the AFL don't sell the streaming rights to the radio stations in the same way they do the, um, uh, the, the broadcast rights. So unfortunately, basically, mate, the only way to get it on your phone is to use, I think, the AFL's app. So the AFL app has all the streams built into it because they want you coming to their app instead of the radio stations. Right, right. Does that make sense? So, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. So the the, the vehicle that is digital radio itself, but it, it's a different way of their <laughs> the way they're getting around it. Digital not radio is not internet. Is, digital radio yeah. is is just a better quality AM. It's it's not an internet signal. Ah, so okay. your car has right, no right, SIM right. card. Your car doesn't have an internet connection. Um, okay, that it's makes just sense. it's yeah. just another way. It's, you know uh, the way we switch from um, analog TV to digital TV. Yeah. Um, and we got yep. more channels and better quality. That's exactly the same with digital radio, mate. 
Great. All right. No, no problem. So obviously no other apps, nothing that they can do off the internet because the AFL is pretty much banned at all. Yeah, just use the it. AFL's yeah. own app, which Great. I think is free no for the radio stream. I don't think you have to pay for the radio stream. I think you have to pay for the for the video. So you should be able to listen to the to the football via the AFL app for free. Okay. But always like to listen to the boys at 6PR. Uh, you, what you'll find is that, that, no, but that's the thing. I think they'll have all of the streams. So they'll have the, the Triple oh, okay. M, the 6PR. Oh, right. So yeah. they what they do is they just take the stream and rebroadcast it. I think. I honestly haven't listened for a while. But, um, yeah, give that a go, mate. Yep. Great. Thanks for your help on that. Good on you, Mario. Thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks and uh, Thanks for listening to, to 6PR too, mate. Good on you, buddy. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, mate. And uh, if you've got a question like Maria, who uh, is a listener to uh, 6PR, I'm on, I'm on 6PR every Tuesday afternoon at, I'm going to say, uh, 2 o'clock uh, with Simon Beaumont over there in Perth. It's one of my favourite half hours of radio in the week. It's, it's good fun. And uh, people like Mario are listening and get in touch. So thank you, Mario. And uh, if you want to get in touch, just do what Mario did. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. If you've got a question about technology, problem with technology, doesn't matter what it is, get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. John did that. G'day, John. Yes, g'day, Trevor. How are you? Good, mate. What can I do for um, you? Now, I'm a broadcaster on a community radio station. Mm-hmm. have done so for the best part of 30 years. But I'm thinking of resigning. And uh, But I, then the other option would be that I could broadcast my program from my home. Mm. And I wanted to get in touch with you to see what steps I would have to take to do so. Depends how much money you want to throw at it, John. <laughs> um, yeah. Is it something that you just love doing at? as a hobby, or, or um, are you prepared well, to throw I do, it? I do it. I do it as a volunteer, mm-hmm. but um, I'm, providing I don't have to outlay that much money, are there ways of doing it over the, by a computer these days? Well, there, there would be. I mean, look, I, I'm probably at the extreme end of how it operates. Uh, you know, my studio at home probably uh, all up maybe seven thousand dollars. Um, including soundproofing, but the it's it's really not that it's you know because you can get a microphone pretty much anywhere yeah. now and and those kind of things. But it's really the link between you and the radio station. Now the internet can be that link, but it's how the you know what you say and what you do is converted into the internet and then um, down converted at the other end. So I use that, quite a right. quite an expensive bit of radio gear called a Comrex, but there are um, internet based technologies. In fact, there's iPhone-based technologies that, that would do it. But I think the challenge is at the, you could invest all, you could invest anything from a small app to a large amount at home. But what happens at, at the see. studio? Like who's running, who's pressing the buttons at the studio end? And that's probably the yes. biggest challenge. Yes, I see. I spoke to a station manager about it, but he said I told him I was going to contact you and he was going to wait to see what, what you were able to advise me. You mm. see. Look, if... If, but, um, is who does how long's the show? How many hours? Uh, two hours. Okay, and there's obviously just it's you on your one, own, is it? It's only one show, one show a week, two hours. And it's just you on your own. Yes. Is it music? Yeah, music and also interviews. So do you know what I would do? I would, I would not do it live, just as an option. No. You know. So what about the option yeah. of? Maybe you go back to him and say, look, I still want to be involved. Um, yes. And so instead of doing it live, which requires the station to invest at their end, what if you invested yes. a few hundred, maybe up to $1,000 at home on things like a, a little mixer, a microphone, some headphones, all those things, um, so that you yes. can record into your computer in great quality. Now, how are you at editing right. audio, uh, laying down a multi-track audio, for example? I see, yes. Are you any well, good at that? Have you done that, John? 
I haven't actually done that, but I could mm. learn to do it by all means. Because imagine this: you you do you do your voice track, you talk about a song, and then you pause, yeah. you wait, and then you talk about the next one. Uh, yes, and you do yes. those things, and then in the editing uh, program, you simply put the the music into the track, and what you send the radio station is a complete finished one hour of or two hours of content, which they just then press play on. <laughs> oh, I see. Do you know what, you what I mean? I see this. I get. I follow you now. Yes, I do. All right. Well, that, that's something I could look at, Trevor. I think that's that's the further. most viable option, given the the complexities of a live broadcast are much more um, in depth yes. and and costly. Yes, I know what you mean. All well, right. thank you so much for your help. Good on you, mate, and, and good luck. Follow. Well done on your uh, your dedication to the to the station and the industry, and um, hopefully you find a solution. If not, for for sure you enjoy well, radio for a long time ahead as a listener. Well, let's say so. I'm 80, I'm 81 years young now, Trevor. So <laughs> I don't know how much longer we've got, but uh, plenty I'll keep left doing in it you. As long as I as long as I can enjoy it, I'll keep doing it. Good on you, John. Thanks for your call. Okay. Thanks for getting in touch. Thank you, Trevor. Bye-bye. And if you've got a question like John, it doesn't have to be about computers and phones. It can be about anything. Uh, just get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. So much to talk about in the weeks ahead. Um, it's actually going to be a pretty crazy month. I can I can tell you some bits. I can't tell you everything. But on Sunday, I leave for Korea. I'm going to check out the LG OLED factory next week in Korea. So can't wait to tell you about that. Um, fascinating thing to see. I remember I, I was blown away by the HTC mobile phone factory. Can you imagine what it's going to be like to see TVs being made? Honestly, I am out of my skin with excitement about that and uh, I can't wait. And thank you to the people at LG for taking me there to see that. Um, I suspect there'll be news from Samsung this month. Um, we have IFA coming up at the end of the month in Berlin. Um, and then maybe even in September, there'll be an Apple iPhone that is not far away at all. So a bunch of really big news uh, coming out over the next um, five to six weeks. Um, follow me on Twitter at Trevor Long. I tweet from everywhere I go and about everything I care about and don't care about. And, of course, uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech for the roundup of tech news of the week. The stuff that I don't cover here is always covered on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Um, we'll record that tonight um, at Stephen's um, studio. Uh, so, yes, uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech will be out tonight. Um, your tech life continues each and every week. Thanks to the good people at Garmin and BlackBerry. Um, so tune in and leave a review on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Let's do it again. Next time on Your Tech Life, Trevor Long signing off. Check it out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Trevor Long and twitter.com forward slash Trevor Long. Talk to you next time. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long.